It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh. 
Why you all in my grill? I'm thinking it's time to chill, but you want to drill though. I couldn't even stop by the baby blue behind the veil because we're trying to kill my hoe, my girlfriend. And people around me is telling me that you're a stalker, like Darth Vader says in Skywalker. I told y'all I was a street talker. It ain't my fault. You gave me your Victoria's Secrets and your Fredericks. You wanted to wall down Victoria, but instead I took it to Cedric's to entertain you, to D you to DG, and never claim you. Me and Missy, we get straight pissing. Oh yeah, we puffing on one of them things too. You blaming who? You maiming who? I know you ain't bringing that lame crew. Big boy, that is fat sacks. T Pretty D are the same boo, but I'm back by the dungeon family. So you can go ahead with all that stabbing me, cause I will jab thee and slap thee. And Bobby will shake your ass, G. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I'm not tripping on this, this hoe just say my name. Queen of rap, fuck you out of here. Queen is back, fuck you out of here. Time to get rap, bitch, I'm out of here. I'm gonna fuck like you, fuck you out of here. I'm so awesome, I'm so fucking awesome These hoes wanna be me cause they know Kimmy, she flawless Ooh, yeah, I'm flossing, bitches got them nauseous Phantom got them cursing, pin mirror partial uh, I just had a baby about a week ago These bitches got me on my booty, yo Look at the shit, still got my dick on the lips I ain't been stuntin' a bitch, damn it's a shame I gave you the rope, bitch, I want you to hang Dior lipstick with the mascara Kissing myself in the rear mirror Head game so presidential Spit on a dick like an instrumental Huh?
But he decides he's going to shame her and tell her, oh, when I came to you as the nerd, you didn't want me. I come back as a thug, and now you want me. So Muse of Troy has these great set of comments here. And now that I've given you the premise, let me give you what the Muse of Troy has to say. Yo, Diva, that link you posted about the Applebee's chick pissed me the hell off. Me too. (laughs) Me too. All right. She said it's kind of like race. Mm Mm-hmm. For example, if a woman goes to bed with one man and he switches places with a friend while they're in the dark and that friend has sex with her, it's rape because she didn't consent to that friend. That video is the very same thing. Nerd boy got rejected, so he came back as a thug. Now, I, I think she's silly for jerking off some random dude, but what the fuck? It's her damn right. I hate men right now, fucking bastards. I was so humiliated for her. I, I get what you're feeling. I was absolutely, I mean, I take it as a stage video. I really don't think that happened. I think it was a stage thing that they put together to try to make it look like, oh, bitches always want to choose the thug. You know, if we come to them and treat them respectfully, they don't want it. See, men's problem, men's sole problem, this is, this is it, is that they are not necessary. They are no longer necessary. We can strap these motherfuckers up and milk their dicks and get all the sperm we need to continue to populate the earth and even choose to not populate the earth in their image and likeness anymore and continue to keep the earth with a a healthy population, just excise them right off the planet. They are no longer necessary. If every female on the planet was packed up and shipped off tomorrow, life as we know it would end. They'd die, they'd all go crazy, and it would just end terribly. If we got rid of all the males, life would continue. Not only that, it would thrive. And they know that. They know that they're not necessary. And because they're not necessary, they do all of this humiliating bullshit, dehumanizing bullshit. They want to make themselves out to be the prize. They really think that if they're a good guy, the women should just fall all over them and hand them the pussy and do all of this crap. And if you don't do it the way I think you should, I'm going to be a manipulative, predatory fuck, and I'm going to get you one way or another. It's very predatory. It's a very sick thing. Moreover, there are many, many women who agree with it. And there are sick broads out here who have sons who are raising their sons to be this way. Who's <laughs> sick stuff. So this, this is all to wound her because how dare you reject me? How dare you exercise any sort of bodily autonomy? So I'm going to make you mine. I'm going to change you. I'm going to submit you to my desire. I'm going to come back. I'm going to get all in your face. I'm not going to, you know, let up. Now, she did all the things that we typically do when we see a guy we don't want to talk to. Whatever that is. I mean, and I've had dudes say this shit to me, like, oh, I bet you if I came at you like a thug, you'd like it. No, motherfucker. How about I don't want anything to do with any of you penises right now, right now, period. I'm not a, you know? No, I It has everything to do with the fact that you're a male and I want nothing to do with you fucks right now outside of the one that I have already beaten and trained how to act with me. You know what I mean? I don't have time for that. So Muse of Choice said, but what is a good guy? There's no such thing as a good guy. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as a good guy. The main I talk about their good Oh, here here goes some of the shit they lie and say. I take care of mine. Yeah, I got kids. I... Fucker. 
this is so funny. As soon as a man tries to talk with me, one of the first things I ask him is, does he have children? Because, see, I don't have any children. What the fuck I look like talking to a bitch with a kid? Fuck. No. No, thank you. All right? Disqualified. Disqualified. Made that mistake one time. We'll never do that shit again. Disqualified. I don't have any children. I don't see why I should have to deal with you and all your many stray baby moms. I'm not fucking with that. So, motherfucker wants to talk to me. I ask him, do you have any children? Yes. How many children? Three children. Oh, you have three children. Okay. Yeah, and they all got different mothers, but I take care of mine. I said, okay, well, you have a nice day, and I continue to walk. But this fucker decided he was going to follow down the street screaming after me, asking how many children do I have. I stopped and turned and said, I have no children. I have no children, and I have no desire to have children as a part of my life. And continued to walk. So now because... He doesn't have any dirt to sling at me. He can't say, well, you got kids too, bitch. You think you better than me. He can't do any of that. That's what he wanted to do. That's why he asked the question. So I cut him off at the knee. So now what does he have left in his arsenal? Well, you're selfish. Well, I don't want no sick, bitter around me and my kids anyway. You know what I mean? Something's wrong with you. You're how old and you don't have any children? There must be something wrong with you. You know, now he's going to try to attack my character my self-esteem, my purpose in life, and the fact that I decided to be better than the food man pick mama bitches of the world. They don't let them hoes. They don't love them hoes. They don't love no woman who got kids. I don't care how you came about having your children, if it was a marriage or outside of it. They don't give a damn about you. They just want to use that to shame those of us who have made a different and or better choice. You selfish, something wrong with you, must be broken. The good men, the nice guys, the men who take care of theirs, the men who look out for their families, all this other fucking ass bullshit that they lie and say, those are the ones we got to worry about. Yeah, they'll expect me to take on their backs and start a family. They will. Muse of Troy. You're right, Muse of Troy in the chat room, y'all. We in the chat room. Peace to everybody in the chat room. We got Muse of Troy, Sufi feminist, and we've got Sabrina Gleese in the chat room. Peace. I see blatant injustices on the call line. Um, and somebody else on the call line. Let me open up this mic. 213-925-PC. You're on the call line opened up here with Angry Divas. Did you want to say something to weigh in before I just went on? Girl, no, I'm just listening to you. Oh, oh this is it's you. you. <laughs> hey, girl. I didn't recognize numbers. Okay. Girl, I'm just, I am so, I, I saw that video, and I thought initially it was going to be something sweet or whatever, but I just became no. so enraged, enraged, girl. Like, just, it, it just, it felt like a violation on behalf of that woman, because once she has the right to have her preferences, if she wanted a thug, then so be it. Not my preference, per se, but she is a sovereign individual, and so if she wants some hardcore dude to, you know, get her off, then that's her right. And, you know, I hate this this whole thug versus nerd dichotomy narrative that they're trying to promote because that is women are more nuanced, okay? Women mm-hmm. have, are, are a little more sophisticated than that. And believe it or not, I think between both our circle, there's not too many chicks running after thugs who's going to be beating her ass. Usually she gets caught up with a thug because he put her in a trick bag. And so, yes. um, yeah, and all these nice guys, they equate to being their lack of personality and charisma and game to being a nerd, okay? And that that's they don't want to acknowledge the fact. It's not the fact that they're a nerd that they're getting rejected. It's the fact that they're undesirable. 
They're unattractive. Yes. They have no personality. But they're trying to think, oh, I'm a nerd. Girl, I will talk to a nerd because a lot of real nerds have money. And you know about me. I'm about my and coin, honey. So. Yeah. I could talk to a nerd, just like you said. We got to be about the purse, baby. It's got to be about the purse, okay? Hey, B. But you got these sure little you and your digits. <laughs> I'm sure you and your digits could work y'all's little magic and everything, but baby, can you fuck my mind? <laughs> Do you know how to roll into the deep with me? Can you? Are you capable? Can you keep up, bitch? You know? So it's all about what gets a woman's heat raised. So a woman having desire is always going to be shamed. This is where this so-called good guy nerd versus the bad guy thug dichotomy comes from. And men are so maldeveloped that they do not understand. They do not want to understand. They want to just, you know, whine and tell women, you should just give me your pussy because I'm a nerd. Ah. You know, yeah, I don't know about y'all, but that totally gets my coochie hot, wet, and vibrating. I mean, really, dumbass. <laughs> but you know what's really interesting? What I've noticed, a lot of these so-called nerds, they're fake intellectuals. A lot of them live, they're basement dwellers. A lot of them still support their mom, and they think they're a nerd because they haven't gone out and raped anyone or been in prison, which is just really interesting to me. But if you actually really analyze them, they're not real nerds. They're just bums, losers. They're bottom feeders. They're the omega males of the animal kingdom who can't get laid if their life depended on it, and they're taking out their rejection of society as whole. And those are the ones you have to watch out for because they're the creepy fools who end up shooting up air, um, air uh, theaters and turning into serial killers and stuff. Those are the crazy ones we have to watch out. Not Ray Ray, who, you know, he's out in the closet and he's like, you know, hey, I'm a violent thug. Oh, well, I'll pit bitches in the head. At least he's honest about it. It's those little so-called good guys who parade around as nerds that we have to watch out because they're the ones climbing in your window trying to sexually assault you with a mask on. I'm so mad right now. Or trying to backdoor you intellectually. You know what I mean? I have one come at me talking about, you know, I I hate being a man. I hate being a man. And I guess that's the new thing. Um, You know, for those of us who actually ascended masters in what we do, these sick, low, depraved fuckers who call themselves masculine or divine masculine or having right knowledge or whatever the fuck is going on as popular these days, these ashy Dick Larry motherfuckers. These <laughs> bastards think that what they're going to do is come to those who, those of us who know that the male is our fucking enemy and say things like, I hate being born a male and I hate the, the male gender cohort and I, I hate the patriarchy and I don't get any benefits from it. You lying ass bitch. I don't know what you thought I was. I was indeed born on a day. I promise you it wasn't yesterday. I don't know what you're used to. I can't speak for the reprobate-minded bitches that you may have encountered before me, but that shit ain't working over here. I see you for what you are. I'll entertain you because it's funny and I get to laugh, but don't think you get no further than me laughing at you, at you, not with you. There's something very wrong with these people. They're very cunning, though. You know, they're trained how to be. I saw for Harry a mm-hmm. article today where uh, the title, I didn't actually get to get into the article fully because, you know, I had I had some some tarot readings and some different oracle sessions I did this morning with folks. But the article basically was, there will, no be, there will not be any boys will be boys in our house. And I saw the dudes come on, and they're like, well, you can't raise a masculine son if it's raised by a woman. And bah, 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 bah. This is the reason there's problems in our community. The hypocrisy on this page, bleep, 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 you know. Um, 
I'm going to get the article <laughs> up and let's see it now because the men have come in to wine and cheese. And my thing is, you know, here's the thing about black men. Black black men are just so sorry and sad. And y'all know I don't have no fucking respect. In case you God, I don't have any respect. These people want so badly to be the white man. They want to be the white patriarchal master of the world in black skin. And because mm-hmm. they will never, they will never have it. We will die before we let them have that. God damn it. Make everybody go before we let this fucking shit happen on this planet. These animals are content to fall lockstep with all the lies the white man has put out to him, the Moynihan report. You know, we have gone over this extensively since we started the show. Um, Queen Mother has come through and helped us because she has the memory. She was there. You know, I came in in 80. Queen Mother is 63. You know what I mean? She could be a good <laughs> You know? These motherfuckers are content to say that it's because the black woman is raising her son without any man in the house. Now, let, let me tell you what's wrong with a black woman raising a black son. Since you assholes are the reason that you was putting your son worthy woman. Not woman is worthy of her womb. Not everyone with a womb is worthy of her womb. And if you people are supposed to be the primordial intelligence person in the take your alleged God seed and lay it into all of these useless bitches who produce sorry sons. What does that say about you as a man? Because those are actions that you alone have control over. If you are the far more intelligent one, and you are the one with supreme cosmic intelligence, and you choose women that you think are unworthy, that's you. That is so-called wrong with women. That is what's so-called wrong with black women raising sons, that these men are willingly putting their seed, their, seed, their uh, sperm and semen, into women without thinking of the consequences of that, without thinking about the quality of that child, the quality of life, the quality of that woman. They have no investment in the idea that because mother is first cause and first teacher, our first country, she should be first and fucking foremost in life. If you have, this is why we have the title of the show today, that the wounded feminine is a public health, it is a public health crisis and problem. If we have wounded feminines, so I got to meet you real quick. If we have wounded feminine women who are giving birth while basically brain dead, we're giving birth, we're birthing in captivity. What kind of quality of male do you expect to come forward from a woman who has been reduced to nothing more than a slave? If you've got the black woman as the sticky shit at the bottom of the barrel instead of the cream of the crop, how do you expect her son to be something more? See, we've got this thing fucked up mentally where these men and their sick-ass, phallus-stroking cheerleaders really believe that the black man is God, and if we just put him first or put him in his so-called whatever rightful place, then everything will fall in line. That's not true. It's never been true. And the only people who believe that for all of their we hate Whitey and Mr. Whitey talk, those motherfuckers is white supremacists to their core. All right? They're white supremacists to their core because they really do believe that we need to put down our mother, continue to put our mother down to uphold this fake-ass usurper 
in the form of the black man and blame the white man and say that the white man is taken from the black man to keep us all down. No, the black man is taken from the black woman, and then the white man took from him. And they've continued to take and continued to take, and the all-out assault is not on the black man. It is on the black woman. They know if they keep him broken and small, he will continually keep the divine feminine in his own racial cohort wounded, thus small enough to fit into this world. If they fuck up our sons, if they fuck up our brothers, if they fuck up our men, and they're easily fucked up, they're, they're one mere degree from being an animal. Barely. Barely. They're very easily fucked up. If they get them fucked up, they can ensure that we'll be fucked up. Because we started this mythological shit that man is a protector. And black women of all women are the last people who want to let it go, even though we have the greatest proof of all people on the planet, of all female-bodied humans on this planet, that man is not your protector. It is us who stole from our own divine mother's birthright to share it with this degenerate, phallic beast of burden, this infertile being who prevails himself upon the feminine for all that he has, who would be nothing without a woman shaping, remaking, giving birth to Fucking him, pumping him up, believing in him, helping him through his sorry ass life problems, and all the shit that we do. They're nothing without us. They are nothing without us. Nothing. We are the prize. The woman is the prize. And this is why they, in their phallus sucking cheerleaders, want to maintain that the man is God and that God is a masculine presence on this planet. And I will not ever stand for that. That is not the flag that I fly. I'm not a daughter of Eve. I'm Lilith. The daughters of Lilith refuse to lay down to man. You will serve us or you will get the fuck on and we will curse your sorry ass if you don't. Run tell that. Run, tell that. Yes, there's a whole crop of women on this planet who are here to do nothing more than serve men. They call themselves the daughter of Eve. Yes, they do. Know the difference. They would like for us all to lay down and be those bitches of Eve who will help Adam to ascend and get the knowledge of good and evil, even though he was told, he was told by the Most High not to have it. Those women have betrayed us. They will continually betray us, and we have to tap into that knowledge, keep ourselves protected, prayed up, and keep our daughters protected from it as well. They're going to continually get at us through their sick-ass sons, raising these boys to be just worthless, useless pieces of shit. And, yes, they are raising them to be useless pieces of shit. There are, I have had too many conversations with women who have sons who say to me, but my son won't be like that. How do you know? Well, he was just such a sweet boy. And I was like, you fool, you are all idiots, all of you. You're all compromised and you're all idiots because you really think that your little nigga is going to grow up and be better. You're disrespectful as well to your foremothers who have bled and died at the hands of these beasts. It's like I'm the goose that laid the golden dick, and my little golden dick is going to be better than every other golden dick or attempted golden dick. It's a very sick thing that there are women on this planet who are so attracted to the oppressor that they, not, not only are we attracted to him sexually, and, and I say we for all of us who are heterosexually identified, we are attracted to him sexually, but we're also attracted to his rulership and to his very presence on this planet. This is why you'll see people say, well, 
that all this was within the next excuse after excuse for the flawed debasement of not only our community but our value as mothers. We enable their presence on this planet, and we enable them to devalue our worth and our presence, our right to exist on this planet and not be harmed. So first and foremost, they're not protectors. They're useless. They prevail themselves upon us. They need us. They're abs- they serve no purpose outside of us. And I know that that's hard for some of you phallus-stroking, phallus-sucking females to hear because you have men in your life that you like or whatever you Fine. doesn't change the fact that I hate them all because they're male. Every last one of them, even, yes, your son, even your infant sons, I hate them because they're male. And I have to. I have to. Yes, you can both hate male. See, what is that what them Christians used to say? We hate the sin, but we love the sinner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I love the masculine. I hate the fucking male. I hate them. I don't want nothing to do with no male. Nope. And how many times have you all heard me say shit like that to people like galactic scientists? Oh, let me give you the male perspective. You keep that shit, you shove it up your ass. I can't do nothing with no male perspective, but if you bring in me the masculine, oh, I could do a lot with that. I don't want nothing to do with male. Ain't no man in me. I don't want to see no man in you. Get that shit out of here. Let us ascend, though, and remember that we are divine. This is how we get caught up. And Muse, I'm glad you came through with that spark. I'm glad you said what you said. You know, our not just our men, you know, and I say our men to signify those who are black in color, but men in general are trained to look at women as things, things that are available for their use. And as long as women are commodities, are products that men can buy and sell on the open market, a.k.a. marriage and family, mm-hmm. as long as women are viewed that way, Packed that way and purpose that way, we will continually see this sort of entitled bullshit coming up. You know, we'll continue to see women endorsing this sort of shit as well and prescribing this sort of thing. This is how all of our orders became attacked, so that this would be the predominant energy force that rules this realm, where women are turned into cattle and chattel, while men who have nothing at all of value that comes out of them get to rule over the value. It's interesting how it's come to be, but there are women who endorse and support this, and they keep it alive. I maintain that. It's only by a woman. Everything is created by women. No, I I completely agree with you, and I think the main problem is that a lot of women from infancy have been raised to believe that they have no value unless there is some type of male attached to their life. And so um, we need to definitely break that mentality. I really love what you said, that uh, women are the prize. And we need to really um, pour that mentality into our young girls. Even I mentor young women um, who are teenagers, you know, and I tell them, you know, why are you wasting your time with these stupid, stupid boys? You need to focus on growing intellectually, spiritually, getting your money right, understanding what your, your passions are so that you don't get stuck with some guy with a baby at your hip. Because, one, you're too young. And the world is your oyster if you make good choices, especially around men, because honestly, I think every situation I've observed of women with ruined lives is attached to some stupid man. Um, What's interesting, my mom um, used to work in prisons as a therapist, women's prisons to provide um, mental health care services to women, and Mm -hmm. 98% of the women 
who were in prison, it would have to do with some stupid male. Of course. Not on their own. It was it had to do with a man, and that was just baffling to me because you would think the narrative outside, though, you know, they're barbarians. They were doing some horrible things, and that's why they're in jail. No, it was attached to some man, and mostly, especially black women, had it was linked to drugs or them being a mule for them, literally and figuratively. Um, yes. And, you know, you never hear from these men again. These women were taking the no. rap for men for their crimes, and they're, now they're rotting away in prison. And so it's just every example, like I said, of a woman who has a ruined life, it has it's linked to some man in some capacity. Some man in all ways, in all forms. You know, it's the same with uh, when it comes to women's energetic imbalances. I have found that the root of all ills in female energy bodies is the penis. Usually it's either he, she's fucking some man who is robbing her energetically through her pussy or she's had some traumatic experience with some guy and that's altered her energy field and she's never gotten healing from that. You know, there are many folks out here. This is the thing that really pisses me off about a lot of these women. These women will uphold that, um, pray, just ask Jesus, just ask Allah, just ask the most high, just ask the creator, just go to God in prayer, just stay in your Bible, just stay in your Quran or whatever the fuck the holy book is that they're going to cite, you know. Meanwhile, behind closed doors, these people are doing rituals, magic, and all kinds of shit to get what they got. You know? Mm-hmm. But to you, they tell you, just let it go. Just give it to Jesus. Just give it to God. Prayer is the only way. They tell you close doors. They, they got you thinking they just blessed. No. They're doing rituals and magic and getting the shit that they're getting. Sending people out there to try to see what they can snatch up to do. It's such a life. It's a disgusting thing, but it's a very it's a very sick way that this planet is being maintained right now, and that a lot of people want the energy to be maintained. A lot of a lot of people are invested in this being the one true way of women in, in, in engaging the world, experiencing the world, and living. Because we don't remember that we're divine, because we don't have it reinforced that we have the right to divine sovereignty, to bodily autonomy, to sexual autonomy, to the autonomy of our choices. We are always and constantly under attack, and unfortunately, some women are going to get got so some other women can get away. That's what's unfortunate, and it's been set up this way, you know, and and I I feel terrible for it. I I don't like seeing this kind of shit, but I understand why it ends up coming together like this. I know, and it's on purpose. It is on purpose. These things are not happening in a vacuum. This is all the setup from the get-up so that women do not ascend and do not come into their full glory and power. That's the purpose. That's the, the whole intent, to keep women submitting, to keep women praying to some God that's not fucking answering her goddamn prayers, you know what I mean, to God, male gods at that. Any fucking male or masculine alleged God power and deity, it hates you, especially if it is said that you ought to suffer for something that some sick-ass dick has done. Every single one of these Abrahamic single one, everyone I've ever encountered, all of them, they all inherently hate the women on this fucking planet and want to make us the subject to their sick-ass, sick-dastardly sons, all of them. You turn to these motherfuckers and think they're going to help you? Probably only if you have a son and it will benefit him or your husband. Not for you. Not Not for you. Not at all for you. You know, it's funny that you bring that up. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, You know, it's really funny you bring that up because when I woke up this morning, I was just kind of, you know, thinking, and I was actually thinking about you and the conversation we had about retribution. 
um, because I was just kind of going over my own life. And a lot of people, especially if we grew up in the Christian religion, that you're told to, you know, turn over, turn the other cheek or, you know, vengeance is the Lord. But I'm thinking about in reality, a lot of people who have wronged women in particular, they usually use the the spoils of war, as I like to call it, and go on and live their merry lives while the women are still on bloody knees, praying to God, asking for mercy or, you know, peace about the situation. They're told to forgive, and they're going through their whole life just broken while these people who have stolen from them are thriving. And to me, it was just very baffling that we really definitely need to get back to our roots and understand that this is warfare and that we should not keep turning the other cheek. And they and it, it's just it was just fascinating because so many women were so quick to, you know, ask give forgiveness and turn the other cheek while men, when someone has wronged them, they go after them. They, and they want payment so they can't go. Yes. yes. And we need to start requiring that too. If someone has wronged them, they need to pay us retribution or they deal with the consequences of that. And I'm very serious about it. I know it sounds crazy to people who are, you know, listening, but so many of us have been walked over and stomped because we adhere to this doctrine of forgiveness and turning the other cheek. Well, honey, your cheek is swollen and you have a hole in your head because people keep beating you up. And they know they can get away with it because they know that you're not going to go after them. If you notice, like women who are scary and fierce and so people don't mess with them because they know I don't believe I don't hear to the forgiveness doctor I'm going to come after you if you wrong yes. me and they be, tend to leave those women alone the only way that you know I y'all see a lot of the shit that happens on other people's shows does it happen here no the fuck it doesn't because I don't tolerate it I won't play those games I won't do it you know There are things that happen that happen to all of us. There's levels of theft and vampirism, shit like that that goes on all the time. And, you know, we just have to know how to manage that and deal with it accordingly. But because I make it clear that I will not tolerate this, because I stand up for myself and I make sure that I make people pay for even the slightest offense against me, people are much more respectful, much more honorable, I put forth something on one of my pages, and I said, you know, for everybody who's on my friends list, if you're not here to actually come and get some healing done or get book sessions, buy products that are going to help you, get out. You're wasting a perfectly good space for someone who actually does want to be here and do some work on themselves. If you just came to lurk or, you know, you just like my comments or something, please get the hell out. And if you haven't spent money with me in the past six months, I'm kicking you out. How about that? I'm not tolerating People do what we let them do. They will own, especially these fucking ass men, they do what we let them do. Every man who has ever wronged me has been made to pay. I have made my own mother pay for what she has done against me. She's not gotten away from what she's done against me. Nobody is exempt. And I tell these stories, and I bear witness to this shit for you all, because I'm living out loud on purpose. I'm not just talking the talk. I walk my talk. I don't let people get away with doing shit to me. I don't care who you are. I don't care how I feel about you. I don't care how much I love you. You fuck over me, that's your ass. I'm serious. Every woman on this planet needs to adopt that. Y'all, if I never, if I never stood up and said, I'm going to make people pay for what was done to me, I wouldn't be here right now. 
I know that sounds real dramatic and people say that. No, I really mean that. I wouldn't even be alive right now. I would have took my own self out of here. I didn't want to be here after all of the hell and the pain and the rape and then the bitches who you fucking reveal this to and they use it against you. That kind of shit is debilitating. There are women who to this, they have never made it back. There are women who have taken themselves off this planet because of this shit. You know why I'm here? Because I've made every last one of those sorry fucks Every bitch and every dick too. I don't play that. I am here to bear witness to you that you don't play that either. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they claim. I don't care what lies they tell you. For everything that's out there, and you should turn the other cheek and just let God get it. That's lies. It's myths. It is. This phallic degenerate beast that we now know as man and call him God, like unto the great goddess, the great mother. This is where it started. White people picked it up. They're scavengers. They have made the best of it. I can't even be mad at them for that because I already know that a house divided against itself cannot stand. I can't blame them for capitalizing on some shit that was already knocked over. I will not. I don't believe in the race games the way that other people do because, see, I have a cosmic awareness. So I know that as above, so below, and I know that this war started in the intergalactic waves and realms, and it made itself manifest down here. And it was willful, and it was with purpose. Some of it is a part of the game. A lot of it is is warfare. And so many generations later, everybody's ignorant, and nobody really knows who the fuck they are. And there's a whole lot of confusion, and there's a whole lot of this one's that, and that one's that. And it's all based on ignorance, which they think is knowledge. It's not really ignorance that is the problem on the planet. It's the appearance of knowledge. This is why I wear my shit proudly. Hail the house of dragon and anyone who got a problem with a black reptilian, fuck off. That just lets me know how ignorant you really are. Our original primordial mother was the dragon, was the reptilian. Was We have reptilian origins on this planet. And these people would like for us to be ignorant of that, that our primordial mother, the first feminine, the first mother, even the shit that these so-called black men call themselves mixing with, is reptiles. That's why black people got skin problems and other shit like that, go thyroid problems and more shit. You know, this is where this is coming from. We don't know our language. We don't know our gods. We don't know where we come from. Moreover, we're afraid. We're very afraid. We're, we do everything based on ignorance and fear. And I'm standing here boldly saying None of that shit needs to exist in your realm. If it does, please get out of mine. I don't, I don't tolerate that. I won't tolerate it. I don't have room for it. I don't want to make room for it. If that's how you live, that's how you live, and that's your right. But as for me and my house, we don't, we don't do that. We will live by the law, and the laws are what governs me. The laws are what keeps me grounded and keeps me being able to stay in my flow. We don't know who we are. We don't know how to protect ourselves. We need to learn those things. We do need to be way more discerning, and we need to be way more tapped into that part of ourselves. You know, this is how they keep us snowed. This is how they keep winning. While we're planning, you know, I said this all the time, and I say this shit jokingly, but I also mean this seriously. Black folks is planning how I'm going to get my next pack of cigarettes. Motherfuckers is planning your grandchildren's children's children's future. Let's wake up. Let's wake up to that. Let's not let that be our default. Not anymore. We can't afford that shit anymore. We can't afford it anymore. Yeah, it's not ignorance, y'all. It's the appearance of knowledge and half knowledge being said to be whole knowledge, <laughs> even though it doesn't do anything to help the lives of the people who so-called have it. 
half knowledge being put forth as whole knowledge and all of those sorts of things. You can't let people get away with what they do to you. You have to understand that as much truth as there is out here in the field, there's also a lot of lies in the field as well. And when we know how to discern lie from truth and when we know how to capitalize on what's going to really help us get to our next now and be in our best interest and our highest good, we can protect ourselves from that stuff. But as long as we remain in ignorance and in fear, we can't. We can't do any of that. Fear is an arresting energy anyway. That's not something you want to be operating out of. I don't, I don't really know how many more ways to put this to y'all, but that is just not something that you want to be focused on. It's not going to help you grow. Not at all. User Troy, I think you're still with me here. Um, I'm having a little oh, bit yes, of issue. Oh, yes, I am. Okay, Sorry. I was having a little issue. In the no, it's just fine. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because um, I was getting a little um, icon over your number. I was like, what the hell is going on in blog talk right now? No, I, I just, I had to say that, y'all. I had to. Uh, it's something that is so important to me. There's a lot of things that we don't know how to protect ourselves from, and that's bothersome. You know, there's a lot of ignorance. There's a lot of half-truth. There's a lot of fear. And this whole system thrives on black women being ignorant, on us not knowing our power, not knowing how to tap into our power, on other people determining it for us. You know, I had, um, I did some sessions last night, tarot sessions, and I think blatant injustices, I'm glad you're in the building. Welcome, sis. I just opened up your mic. Um, one of the things that I remember saying to blatant injustices is, you know, for her to be careful of her tongue. I think that was you. Was that you, sis? I said that too last night. Yes. Okay, and I said, be Are careful you of your tongue. Because... Yep, I can hear you now. Are you able to hear me? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yep, I'm on you. my phone right now because one day a month I serve at the soup kitchen, so that's what I'm cleaning up from right now. Oh, no, ain't no thing. I just I, I thought about you as I was expressing this thought, and I was like, let me open your mic just to make sure it's you. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Been too, but, yes, I said to you, Make sure you take care of your tongue because there's something about your own spiritual gifts and awakening that everything you say going to come to pass, and, and you have to be very compassionate with how you issue your decrees, your retribution, your restitution. One of the things that I said to you last night, and I used this word, I said medium, and I want to clarify that because this is just, these terms have been used to apply to so many different things. But that term medium, when I use it, the way I experience that is someone who and talk to and communicate with the ancestors, you know? I know we think about all these spooks and crazy fucking shit. No. You and your mother, your grandmothers, you know what I mean? Your aunties, those who have passed on, your uncles, your grandfathers, the people who have passed on who exist around you and who exist, period, as guardians. You know, since, and Dawn Nicoleone helped me understand this a while back. When she said, um, parents are no longer guardians, they're now custodians. And they changed that even on the law. How parents are referred to as the custodial parent versus the guardian, parent guardian. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have guardians in the human flesh as much as we used to down here. You know, words are birth, their vibrations, their energy. So when they change the word vibration title ascribed to a parent or the parental responsibility from guardian to custodian, they literally became the custodian. They clean up after you, and that's it. They don't. They're not guards. They're not standing guard and watch over your development, over your ability to flourish. So in lieu and of that, the system, we, hmm? and the system has set itself up such right. that those so that it's who, the guardian. Yeah, 
and the system has set itself up such that those parents who do exercise guardianship are attacked, their households are attacked. Yep. And 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 the and the, and the child pilfering system comes after that household. Yes. And see, and this is on purpose, us from reclaiming our right to be the guards over not only ourselves and our household, but over the future of our generations, of our bloodline, and of our race itself. So because we ain't never really going to be left alone, sis, our ancestors, there are spirit guides, guardian angels, and such the like that walk this planet that we can communicate with, that we can call upon to help us to either open certain doors or close other doors to let certain people leave our lives. You know, that's another one of the power of the seven scorpions, that card I pulled for you yesterday, where you have the power to say, you do not serve a purpose in my life anymore. I release you into unconditional love away from me, if that's how you choose to release them, or you could release their asses with fire. I have no problem with that. But however you choose to do it, it is well within your rights to do so. And I just I wanted to make sure that I clarified that because, you know, after we hung up and everything, for whatever reason, that word was bothering me. So, you know, I wanted to make sure I came back and I spoke to you and said, I don't mean that medium like this harem scarum spook shit. I mean, you have an intermediary. That's where that medium comes from. You're an intermediary or the person who can intercede on behalf of humanity, between humanity and the ancestors. Between, so when I say humanity, your own children, your own family, the people who are close to you, you can intercede between those folk here on earth and our ancestors who are spirits, you know, who also come back to earth and the children like your mother did with your daughter. And I just wanted you to be aware that that was something that was opening up to you. I had to make sure I said that to you because it fit with what I was just thinking about and expressing here, mm-hmm. protecting ourselves and all of that whole thing. I hope it was clear, but I know it is now. Yeah, because um, my my relatives, the ancestors have always told me when when somebody was going to join them, and my relatives mm-hmm. would look at me as if I was mean when I told them you better get it together because you, you know, I'm your days know that you on your way out, mm-hmm. and uh, usually they they haven't lied to me. They told me they're coming to get somebody. They usually come get them in short order. Mm-mm-mm. You know, that's, that is something. I know that it's scary, and, and I address this to everybody who's listening, not just blatant injustices. I know that it's scary when you step out and who you know you are and what your gifts are. A, you've already been programmed in fear and shame. That's where this Abrahamic faith program comes from. You know, I, I was raised up in it, too. As much as I love it and I still sing the songs and I remember fondly the mothers from church, I know why we were put there. There's two manifold reasons. One, to reconnect to myself as sacred source because I came from a fire-breathing, fire-baptized, hand-laying, tongue-talking, spirit-walking church. And two, to keep me from remembering that all of that is a part of my own gifting. It ain't come from no God on high. I came here with those things endowed and a part of me. I need only remember how to use them, not only for my highest good and best interest, but also to protect my highest good and my best interest. So I know it's difficult when we step out on this because our family's not receptive. You know, one of my sister friends and I were talking just before her uncle passed. And, you know, she she's a, a Grigory woman. You know, she's a healer. And she was saying to me that she knew her uncle was going to go. No, she didn't say that. I was I was debating whether or not to tell her that her uncle was going to go. Because as we were talking, his spirit came to me and he said, tell her I don't have much time. And, you know, get all her loving in now. 
And I, I started crying. We were on the phone. I just started crying. I said, oh, sis, I don't know how to tell you this. I said, but you need to love on your uncle with everything you got because you don't have a whole lot of time. I said, it's looking like the family actually wants to go home. He could he could have got better, but her family wanted the money that they would have got from him going, you know. So her family was standing against him being able to stay in this realm. And I told her, I said, and unless you're really going to go to war for him, um, he is going to pass. And we hung up the phone, and within a, a few hours, not even a whole day came before he had actually passed. Um, mm. And so when she when she went to the funeral and stuff, she said she wanted to, you know, do something to honor the love energy. And I, she said she had a piece of rose quartz, and every time she touched it, she thought about her uncle. She could feel his energy. And, you know, I just told her, put the, put the rose quartz in his casket. And she was like, I don't know, because my family, because she wanted to put it right on his heart. I said, tuck it in his breast pocket. Tuck, tuck it in his um, the lapel of his jacket so they can't see it. Mm-hmm. Because they're afraid and they don't understand nothing and they're going to think it's something bad or negative, but you do have to send him off well. You know, I was talking with another client, and, and this was before today's show. It was so beautiful. Um, you know, I did a, a reading with her, and one of the things that she shared with me was this great experience one of her brothers had. Her brother was dating this Native American woman, and her grandfather passed away. And they go to, you know, have the funerary arrangements and services and stuff in the way that the Natives do it. And they, there was all the men on the land that surrounding the house, his house. The natives have their way of doing things. They have the body set up in his house for, you know, his spirit to pass on to the next round, the next world. But the men were standing right beside his house to the next world. And I just thought that it was just such a beautiful thing that you have these dark masculine protectors standing guard to make sure that the soul of your loved one goes into its next life. Black people end up stuck. That the evil powers that exist to keep us from our next now and our paradise and ascending to our best and highest good is not interrupting or impeding our ability to do so. We don't have anybody given real last right. We don't have anybody who's helping us, talismans, to go into the next world. You know, we read these things about King Tut and whoever the fuck but we don't pay attention to the fact that these people were sent on with talismans, with gemstones, precious metals, so that they did not go unprepared before the gates, before the keepers, before those who were going to help them in their transition. And we do these things now. The life of the black community has been cut off when they changed our sacred key of life from being an onk to being a cross. When they cut that loop off of our sacred key of life. They damned us all to a life of misery versus pleasure. See, the key of life, as much as we'd like to believe that it's some alleged male principle or female principle in the child, that's a lie. The key to life is your clitoris. And your clitoris exists for one purpose only. It's for your pleasure. We, this is supposed to be the pleasure principle, this planet. We're supposed to be here, especially those of us who are womb bearers. Our sole purpose on this planet is to live in glory and pleasure in affluence, in abundance. They have cursed us. I don't keep no crosses in my house that ain't turned upside down. I... And I close motherfuckers upside down. But you will see many an onk prominently shown in this house. Because as for me in my house, pussy run this year. You know? I know. Power of the, and I do. We have to claim what is ours. 
stand boldly on it. I know your family don't like it. You know, my family got everybody, they, they're afraid of me. All I do is make jewelry and talk to archangels. But, you know, if you let them tell us, you know why? Because I don't make bullshit and I don't let people disrespect me. Anything. Literally, I, I'll never. Always. Engagement from the matrix of been grown up and stuff that inspired me to do the same. You know? But my mother had me convinced. My mother had me all but convinced that my sister had a mental health issue and something to fuck was wrong with her that she did not no longer want to kowtow to what mother said. She had me all but convinced. Because you know what? Sovereignty looks crazy. When you stand up in who you are, it looks crazy. And the only way people know to bring you into subjection is to get you to believe that there's something wrong. Something is wrong with everyone else. Something is finally right with you. I want you to stand firm in your gifts as they open up and activate to you. Uh, I know your family's not really encouraging, of course, because they don't know. They don't, they don't know their language and they don't know their God. All they know is Jesus. And they don't know shit about that either. You know what I mean? I get it. But stay the course and keep on working that because you are that intermediary between this life and the next one. You're that person who's going to help to usher the ancestors into their next life. Some of them are worthy, sis, and some of them are not. You be very careful about the work that you do as it pertains to your own ancestry. Some of these people deserve to be fucking cursed. You know what I mean? And you know which one. You know which one is really from the bloodline and for the bloodline and who needs to have a, a curse to however many cycles God decided to somebody else help their ass, but not you and not your household. I would definitely encourage you to keep on with that. I just, I had to make sure I, you know, it, it just really touched me. Um, it, it, that really bothered me after we hung up last night, that word. I don't know, something about it. It just was in my head. <laughs> All right, let me open up. Um, News of Troy's mic back. Sorry, sis, I had to close your mic. I don't know. It was so weird. Blatant injustice. Thank you, sis, for, you know, yeah, permitting to share that. Okay. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say thank you for permitting me to share that with you. Um, I wanted to make sure that there was clarity there about that word. Yeah, I just muted myself for a minute so that I wouldn't be banging pots in your ear. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you for looking out for me, sis. I appreciate that. I um I want to say to everybody uh, because there's there's just I don't know the energy is just so different on today's show than any other, <laughs> any other show that I've ever. I'm kind of uh, I don't know if you could tell but I'm feeling sort of uh, jittery you know not anxious but like you know like really jittery and and high energy there's a lot of really high energy flowing right now um, so I just wanted to share with everyone that and say to you all. Wherever you are in your spiritual life, because everybody's in a different space, everybody's got a different understanding, and it will grow and expand and change just as you will grow and expand and change. I just want you to permit yourself to learn new things. Don't do like I did. You know, I I talk to people all the time, and they say to me, oh, my God, if I only knew what you know at your age when I was your age, la, 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 la. And I listen to that, and I'm like, what? I'm sitting here thinking I've got so, I'm so fucking far behind. Like, what? I got to run to catch up. We're all a waste of time, you know? <laughs> so don't do not do what I had done, where I thought if I just ran faster, if I just ran harder, it would be better or easier. You will burn yourself the fuck out. Let yourself enjoy the process one little bit at a time, you know? 
uh, it was a little bit by a little bit by a little bit for me, and it's going to be the same for you all. You know, we talk about balance and we talk about harmony and we talk about equality, but we only talk about those things when it comes time to leave out something that has a penis. You know, what nobody talk about no fucking equality when God had a dick, when God was a he, when God was the father. No one was talking about a balance when it was God the father alone. And the woman wasn't even nothing but a vessel that God raped a baby into. She didn't even get a choice. Yes. Yes, I count that as a rape. This alleged divine holy birthing of a child that God, the male, touched this virgin womb who had never been fucked before and forced her into this pregnancy that she did not ask for, seek after, I count that as a rape. I do. In all of these things that have been put forth to us, nobody sought any balance, harmony, respect, or honor toward the feminine. So when I talk about the feminine, when I talk about the goddess, when I talk about us as the God, as the goddess, as the sole creative force, the only true living God that has ever walked this planet, I don't want to hear about no balance. I don't want to hear about no equality. I want you to even check that in yourself and and remind yourself, when I was up under Father God, there was no such thing as a mother God. Women were not to even be seen. Permit a woman not to speak or teach was the program. Okay? And so now, now that it's about me, I give myself permission to not give a damn about nan penis, whether it's imaginary spaghetti flying monster in the sky daddy penis or some dick I birth penis or the dick I like to fuck penis or whatever the hell it is. Whatever it is, permit yourself the right to go for yourself and focus on yourself and make yourself central. You know, none of this is possible without you. Everything that's happening on this planet is happening because you don't know who you are. They're counting on you to keep on not knowing your God. They're counting on you to keep, this is why they want us in relationships with men, because they know his sole purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy you. He's going to take from you. He's going to rob your confidence. He's going to take from your pussy for his own purposes. He's going to take from your purse for his own purposes. They know they set it up like this on purpose to keep us wounded, to keep us the wounded feminine versus the divine feminine, which is our birthright. We are divine. We were born divine, and we are broken along the way. And this is the sole goal and purpose of this entire setup. The more you stand in your godhood, the more you're going to have to fight the very man. I, yo, I had a man tell me, we were in a relationship, this is what, five, seven years ago. We were in a relationship, and he tells me that he honors the goddess, all right? I'm still Christian at the time. Yeah, it was about, no, oh, damn, this is about 10 years ago. Ah, this is a long time ago, almost 19, 20 years old at the time, you know? So he tells me he believes in the goddess, and I'm like, yeah, 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 y'all are saying thing gets pussy. I ain't in that shit. As soon as I started to say I am God and I am the goddess, do you have any idea the kind of warfare I ended up in the man who was allegedly not patriarchal? You know why? Because they read these fucking books and they believe the goddess is a nurturing, loving, giving soul. Not the goddess is going to say, oh, wait a minute, motherfucker. You actually not as matriarchal man as you think you are. Hold up. You do this, 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 and this. It's just like your raping ass brother. You're going to have to change that shit. They're not expecting that. They're expecting you to call yourself the goddess and accept it as a pet name from him. He doesn't expect that you being God, the feminine, means that he must be the servant. 
he thinks he can rule next to you, even though he ain't never been God before. Ain't nothing about him ever been God. In fact, his sole God force is a spirit. It's imaginary. It's not, it has no tangibility at all, other than prevailing itself upon a female to give birth to a male flesh being that they call the son of God. But God himself ain't no flesh. But God the mother is. So yes, this matriarchal man I then end up in warfare with. I won. Oh, I won. I won every war. And I'm still winning. (laughs) I will always win. But you have to war these motherfuckers because even when they say, I'm telling you, even when they so-called got right knowledge, even when they so-called got wisdom, even when they so-called got dark understanding, even when they so-called stand in the dark masculine, so-called masculine devotee of the goddess, all of the shit that they say, I love the goddess, I love the goddess, I love the goddess, they're liars to their core. They are jealous, degenerate, broken women who know that they can't be God. And so they have to only be God through submitting God to them. They will war you every single time. They will attack you. They will try to argue with your wisdom. This is how you know that they're not truly matriarchal. A matriarchal man will shut the fuck up and listen to what God has to say. He will not open his mouth and argue with his mother because he understands that her wisdom is far greater than anything he can ever experience. For all his book learning, she gets it naturally. He will shut up in her presence. He will not correct her. That's a matriarchal man. These patriarchal fucks, they're always going to try to put their dick in it. That's all they know. That's all they are. And this is how we know the difference. We've got to be much smarter at this, sisters. We do. Black women are losing because they're counting on us to be goddamn idiots, and we let them. We let it happen. There's no excuse to be ignorant. In the information age, ignorance is a choice. You know, I said last night that I was going to actually begin teaching people um, divination techniques so that they know how to do it for themselves. Because even I, yes, as the oracle, I still turn to my oracle mother. I still turn to the seers. I still turn to the healers, to the priestess, because I am not perfect, and I am just me. And when I need some something, I'm going to find it. So if even I can go and seek the priestess and the oracle, you are certainly no greater than I. So let us all do the things that we can manifest well for us. Y'all get your readings, get your sessions, do your natal charts. There are all kind of free resources out there. You can do your natal charts, but start doing your work so you know what's coming for you. Invest in yourself. I know we're not taught to and we're afraid, you know, especially if something hits the fan. The last time you want to invest in yourself, but that's the best money you could spend. Because a dollar put into yourself is never wasted. Don't you ever forget it. Don't ever forget it. A dollar put into yourself is never wasted. For those of us who are going through transitions right now, the gemstone medicine that I have for you is lapis lazuli, L-A-P-I-S space L-A-Z-U-L-I. Lapis lazuli is really good for your divine intuition and perceptivity. You're going to need it when you need enhanced uh, discernment, when you need to be more discriminating in your choices and in your judgments. And when you need to really get some clarity, it also will help with your clear audience channels. The pyrite that is in lapis lazuli will help with your ears, your auditory channels, your ability to hear the wisdom of spirit. 
as well as your ability to see divine perception, the wisdom of spirit. Another stone that's going to be good, especially if you're in a transition like you're moving, you need moonstone. You need moonstone in your life. Moonstone is a good traveler's stone. And for anybody who is in warfare right now, this is your third stone, Carnelian. Get that Carnelian. It is a stone of vitality, of rebirthing, reincarnation. It helps whenever you need something passionate and creative to go on in your life. It is a really great stone to defend against all forms of abuse. If you're dealing with abuse in your life, Get carnelian. Keep it at your front door. Keep it at your back door. Keep it over your bedroom door. Make use of the window sills and the door sills above your door. Put herbs up there. Put stones up there that everyone who walks under your fucking door is walking in the spirit of peace, of prosperity, or they will get the hell out of your damn land, you know? (laughs) Protect yourself. I mean that. If you are dealing with any form of abuse, get carnelian. I have a carnelian yoni egg. I tell you, that's one of my very favorite stones to work with. More often than not, that baby is sitting in my bra. In fact, let me reach and look. Hold on, y'all. Yep. Here it go. Carnelian chilling right between the girls at all times. We've got 90 seconds. 90 seconds and counting before we're in overtime. Call in 347 Again, three four seven eight two six nine nine three zero. The last hour of the show. Let me copy this and put this in the chat room. If you're already called in and you wanted to say something, unless you press one, I can't see you. I can't tell that you're there. So if you if you press one, you'll be able to speak. If you'll just if you don't call in, it's going to cut you out in about sixty seconds, and that's not my fault because I've warned you. And if that's your time with us for today, of course, peace be your journey. We absolutely appreciate you coming. All right, so for all the gemstone medicine I just gave out, Diva, where can I find it? AngryDevas.com. Go to the store, and you will be able to make your purchases there. And um, I'm going to put up a coupon code a little bit later, probably for the start of next week, so y'all can be able to get some discounts off and stuff. Um, after I see some people order some stuff this week. So we'll be able to do that next week, and you'll be able to go ahead and get your stones. If it's not in the shop, don't worry. Send me a note and ask. It might just not be up yet, or it might be on its way in, all right? Uh, We've got a couple of other callers who came through. I'm going to open the mic is open. You're on with the Angry Divas radio show. PC, how you doing today? 404414? Peace, sis. I'm just listening. Have no comments. Enjoying the show. This is Sabrina. Uh, oh, peace. <laughs> I'm glad you're in there. I'm glad you're in here with us. I see blatant injustices. Yes, you dropped in your back end, too. Peace. What, well, I'm sorry, sis. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Peace, sis. I'm just going ahead and mute my phone and listen. Thank you so much. Not a problem at all. Thank you for coming through. I'm glad that you called in. Um, you know, I, I just I had to make sure I got that gemstone medicine out there, you all. Make sure that you get those stones. Lapis lazuli for your divine perception. You want to get moonstone if you're traveling, um, if you're going on a trip, if you're moving, anything like that. Keep moonstone on your person. And if you're dealing with any form of abuse or if you know someone who is dealing with abuse, whether that's uh, financial abuse, spiritual abuse, 
mental abuse, psychological abuse. You know, I had someone whose husband was just abused on his job by some other asshole. Um, I'm sending her some carnelian. You know, these stones are really, really good for helping us to regain our vitality. And I'll tell you something else. That is a sacred stone to Sekhmet, who is the fire-breathing lioness sister of Isis. And she don't play. That is the divine goddess of retribution, of vengeance, and compensation and restitution. You got a problem? You call on Sekhmet. You go ahead and get to work with that carnelian. I promise you it will change your life. It will change how you relate to yourself. It will change how you look at things that are going on in your life. And it will just overall improve things for you. I would not tell you something that I don't know to work for sure for myself. I tell you all things that I know that I have done that's worked for me. So I just wanted to make sure I shared that with everybody uh, you know, who's listening, and, and I hope that someone was able to take something away from that. Let me open back up Blatant Injustice's mic. Everyone's mic is open. If anyone wanted to say something or weigh in, you are more than welcome to do so. Y'all know this is usually the chat and chill hour. Anyone? Yes, no? All mics are open. Just giving y'all all a heads up. Everybody's mic is open. All right, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm, I'm still muted because I'm still cleaning up, but I'm I'm here. Okay, I'm that's no problem. I just... I'm not making noise. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know you're doing your thing over there, sis. I appreciate it. Anyone else want to say something? Or ask a question? I know Muse of Troy is at work. I heard her typing earlier. You know what I'm saying? Sister so got to make that money. I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad. Yeah, y'all, it's it's important that we know how to do our work when it comes to our spiritual selves, our spiritual evolution. You know, I uh, I have been very, very blessed to learn the lessons that I have learned as well as it has been very <laughs> overwhelming and tumultuous sometimes of the way that the lessons have come about and the way that I have chosen to learn those lessons and, and things like that. You know, a hard head, my granny used to say, make a soft ass. And eventually you do get tired of knocking your face on brick walls when there's somebody sitting there saying, excuse me, excuse me, there's a door. I'm standing in front of the door. If you just came down maybe two feet and stood right here and twisted this knob, you can go through and you wouldn't have to try to knock your face through the wall to create a space for you to get through um, so that you can get from here to where you want to be. And I'm thankful for those times in my life when there have been those people who have pointed the door to me. And I'm also very appreciative and I feel it as a great honor to be able to to be that person that's standing there saying, excuse me, excuse me, yes, please stop hitting your face. Here's the door, okay? <laughs> Here's the door. <laughs> Walk through the door. <laughs> it's just big enough for you. Walk through the door, you know? There are things that we can do. You know, there are plants that you can put in front of your house. I was talking with somebody else about this, and um, I was saying, you know, the neighborhood that I grew up in, th- these were all kitchen witches who lived in this neighborhood, and they were garden witches as well. So they knew how to use certain plants and flowers and vegetables and such the like to protect the neighborhood from negative energies. You know, it's no different when I just talked about that Native American grandfather who passed on and he had his, uh, you know, he had his family standing guard outside of his house with guns to make sure that there was no one who came through to, or no evil spirits, no evil energies, no adverse energies that could come through and upset his transition into his next life. You know, these sorts of things, these kinds of people, these sorts of energies, these are things that we have always known and had access to until the great fall, until the great shift in perception, and now we stand more so victim than we do God. 
But let me be the one to remind us all our origins as God on this planet and as God of this realm. Black woman, that jet black woman, best respect that woman, the black woman is God. Black woman, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, the black woman is God. Mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me Mama Duke, watch me expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands. That's what we call a resurrection. I think it's time to turn your lights on. I think it's time to change your white on. Sneaking up on you just like a python. <laughs> Isis is really ice on. We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga. In the form of double X, nigga. I want my throne back. I set, nigga. I burn your shit down. Stop met, nigga. We all waited, debated, anticipated, was hated, miseducated by both who ejaculated. Ravens and violators and mother nature's haters Cause we born immaculated So now we changing the orders We be the total recorders Removing all of the borders Stopping the slaughter So I'm calling the daughters From out the pre-mortal waters With legs around the waist Call her mommy water And she the Black woman That jet black woman Yeah, that's respect that woman Why? Black woman is God Black woman Can you feel it? The blood lines combine with other times. I'm maximizing, trying to stay by the 
know that is my song. That is called The Black Woman is God, and it is by our sister, Sybil Scribe, Shabless. <laughs> Love that song. Anyway, you open people's mics back up. I had muted folks. You know, I had to put y'all on mute just to make sure that the song went through clear. But, yes, we have forgotten our power and our divine right. And it's so it's so funny. Every time that a woman, especially a black woman, tries to challenge, uh, you know, the laying down of women, she's always going to get fallback and pushback because they want us to pretend to be white women. They want us to pretend to be smaller so that our men can look like they're greater. And, you know, like I said with this For Harriet article, and I was just looking at the thread while the song was playing and watching how the men are, you know, saying that challenging hypermasculinity is the effeminization of black men and boys. And I'm going to say black men and boys could use a little bit more feminine, femininism in them. They could use a little more feminine. Mm-hmm. That's their problem now. This hypermasculine beast culture is their problem now, and it is our problem as well. You know, the response to most male behaviors that are adverse to our best interest and highest good is men will be, let a man be a man and boys will be boys. And these sorts of reactions and responses are no longer, never have been sufficient to really counteract the things that are going on on this planet. You know, I'm seeing women agonize over having to teach their daughters at younger and younger ages how to not get raped. Why aren't the mothers of these rapists, these future rapists, these male children, all of them, because I count them all as rapists because this is the only way we can keep women and girls safe. Why aren't those women, why aren't the mothers of sons the ones who have all of the anxiety in making sure that their sons are not rapists? Why is it that mothers of daughters have anxiety making sure their daughters don't get raped while mothers of sons go to bed with clear heads at night even though they are raising the rapists. Why is that? And why do we allow that? That's not something I think we should allow. That's not something I want to endorse, nor is it a world that I want to live in. So I'm very glad to see black women more and more challenging these antiquated, false, hyper-masculine notions of what it is to be a man, Even for as much as there are traitor women out here who are endorsing these men being rapists, saying that there's no karma for them being raped and other things like that, there are women who are challenging it, and then there are women like me who curse these fucks to make them pay. Mm -hmm. When women want to make a man pay, I'm the one they come to, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm actually perfectly all right with that because someone has to be able to know how to do these things. The reason these people get away with what is there's no one who makes them pay. And a lot of women are afraid, and there's a lot of ignorance out there to keep us afraid of making them pay. That's not something in any way, shape, or form, turning the other cheek and letting people get away with doing harm to you. You'll never hear me say that. It's just not something that I live in my own life, so it's not something I can endorse in another person. I mean, I can support your choice. Not really. I can just kind of let you. I have to let you do what you do, because what am I going to do to stop you? But my thing is more so I, you know, affirm your right to make your own choice over there. You're not going to be able to be a part of me, though, crying about the same thing going on again and again in your life. And this is something I'm seeing black women stand up more and more and also agree with for their own selves and for everyone around them, too. Just powerful. It's a very powerful thing. Life-changing, even. When you stand up in your power, expect fight back. Stand even harder. Fight even harder. 
raise an even greater standard. Refuse to let other people make you bend. The more you stand, the harder they're going to fight to try to get you to submit because they don't take you seriously. It's not until you really live that thing that they get just how serious you are, and that causes them to change too, either for the better or for the worse, but either way, they're out of your face. Something that a lot of women do not stand on and something I will always encourage us to partake of for our own selves. With that, I'm actually going to bring the show to a close. Um, Yeah, I'm going to bring the show to a close because I have some appointments that I need to keep. I have some sisters who booked some tarot sessions with me, and I want to honor their time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you want to say something? Oh, uh, I, I, no, I was just saying that's just beautiful. See, I thought I heard you say you were coming to a close. This a stupid phone goes in and out when it gets ready. But I wanted oh, I was, to say that. I was saying that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say there was some really good and beautiful things to share. A lot of our sisters forget or maybe never learn power. And we have to keep speaking it over and over again because I get disappointed even with my own daughters. Uh, uh, Look like they want to be submissive to all kinds of garbage instead of standing in their power. So have to keep reminding. Yes, you do, because, you know, they're encouraged and moreover rewarded. However short the reward, however minuscule, Women are rewarded for complying with male supremacy. A woman who submits is rewarded as much as she's punished and used and abused. She is rewarded for complying with male demands of female energy. So there's there are like perks <laughs> and little benefits to this that eventually do not outweigh the hell and the horror. And it usually takes women many years to wake up to that, at least 10 years, before they finally see it for what it is and then get the hell out kicking and screaming, you know? So you're right. It does bear repeating. It is absolutely important that our sisters and our daughters and ourselves remember to stand in our power. But the reason that they don't do it is because every other bitch around them ain't doing it. They need someone who's going to constantly affirm that to them. You know, our muse of Troy has come through, and she shared so much of her beautiful mother with us. And I, I'm so thankful to her coming through. It changed my life. It really did. Her, so All the things that she shared about her mom. But her mom was a, a priestess, a Yoruba priestess. And she shared a lot of, you know, the knowledge of power, the power of the feminine, the abilities of the feminine with her daughter, and her daughter couldn't receive it at the time. Now her daughter is receiving it. Now she understands the things that her mother was saying to her, and it had to come about from, you know, she she said it herself, listening to this show, reading different books, having different conversations and experiences, it helped her to be open to what her mother was sharing with her so many moons ago. So you plant a seed and you watch it grow. Sometimes you plant seeds that don't grow up the first season. You think ain't nothing going to happen. You come back the next year, and it's like, wow, it's like you just brush put it down. You know? So, yes, it does does bear repeating, but also plant the seeds and watch them grow. Sometimes it takes a little time. It takes a little bit of experience. You know, I know a lot of my mother's warnings to me, uh, I – would think and this is my own youthful arrogance like you just were a, a dumbass you just made stupid choices with men and stupid choices with women and i am not going to be you 
You know? Real yeah. arrogant. Now, I didn't make the stupid-ass choices that she made with men, but I did all the dumb shit she did with women. You know? Letting broads be in her life, they don't add value to it. Letting broads benefit from her value without giving nothing back. Being there for this one, that one, and other one's kids. Meanwhile, your kids can't even so much as get a birthday card. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I made mistakes like that. I mean, I don't have any children, but I've made mistakes like that where I've played myself smaller in relationships with women because I didn't want the woman to either think I was in my ego. You know, I, I always wanted my sisters to be agreeable with me. I didn't want to rock the boat. You know, I got accused of doing this and that and the other thing, and I didn't want to hear those things back, so I would make myself small. Now, fuck these bitches, too. I'm not playing that shit, y'all. I'm not playing that. Fuck you. Uh-uh. If you think I'm too egotistical and too big, you stay the fuck away from me, you inferior, loathsome cur. That is not my problem. I am not going to make myself small to make you feel better about being a dog instead of a dog. I'm not doing that. I had to learn that. I had to learn that, you know? And my mother used to tell me that shit, too. Stop playing yourself small because your bitch-ass friends ain't shit. And I couldn't hear that. I thought she was just being hateful. She just didn't want to see me have no friends, you know? I had to learn that shit. I had to learn where, because my mother was very jealous of me. So my mother did a lot of sabotage and things to me, so I didn't trust the motherfucker. You know what I mean? I didn't trust her ass. And I had to learn Mm. where she was genuinely trying to encourage me or show me something and where her jealous inferiority complex was coming in at the same time. You know, we write Mm. off a lot of things because we either have jealous mothers or we see our friends with jealous mothers, so we don't trust our mother too. And it's a real sick thing that goes on on the planet to keep us constantly not trusting what the divine feminine has said, whether it's our mother, our sister, our auntie, grandmama, our best friend, whoever the hell she is, but we'll trust everything that that sorry-ass Peter. And believe him. And believe him. You know, whenever he tells whatever his little dickish lies are, we will believe him, but we will question the hell out of each other. And that is something Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to have happen in my life with other women. So I would question the fuck out of these men, but I would give women pass after pass after pass, and wisdom had to hit. Like I told y'all, somebody was standing there, here's the door, not me. I'm knocking my forehead into the brick wall trying to make a hole in it. You know what I mean? And eventually I got tired of the headaches, literally, you know, and went through the door and stopped letting those things happen in my life. I started questioning and scrutinizing these broads the same way I did these men, and they don't like it, which means that your weak, inferior, insecure ass has to get the hell out of my face because I'm not making me small enough to fit all of your sick dickisms. I'm not doing that. That's why, that is why I say that we have been taught not to be unequally yoked in our relationships with men, but we don't take that same lesson and wisdom into our rapport with one another as sisters. If I've got greater value than you, that's not my fault. You better come the fuck up or step out. Which up or pick which out you're going to take to get the hell out of my face. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Which up or pick your out. Which out are you going to exit from? Which exit? Stage left, stage right, stage center. Which one is it? Because you can't be here in that state. And that is something you've got to set the boundary. You've got to make sure the bitches don't cross it. Even if you really like them, even if you really love them, eventually discernment is going to say to you, you keep fucking around with her, you're going to be just as broke, busted, and disgusted as her ass. You better get it together, baby. You better get it together. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. 
but when we see a sister, and, and I experience this a lot with black women, white women too, but I expect that because, you know, they're weaker than us. But black women, when we see a sister who's strong, who stands in her strength, we start to treat her like a man. We honor and enjoy the feminine bits about her, the nurturing, the compassion, the parts about her that's real intuitive and can just pick up whatever the fuck is wrong with you and reach out with that olive branch or that balm in Gilead or whatever the medicine is that you need to get off your sorry fucking ass. But we still treat her the way that we do men. We use them. We play with them. We treat her the way that we treat men that we, you know, we would just use as a plaything. But we'll go to a man who ain't worth shit, can't do half of what that bitch could do for you, and you will get on your knees and balls deep his dick in your throat. Verbally, they do it verbally, energetically, spiritually, and financially all the fucking time. But will not so much as wipe the tears out of their sister's eye. I have a problem with that. I don't want to deal with women like that. You got more men friends than women friends. Something is wrong with you. You mostly male. I can't relate to you. Set your standard. Set your standard, you know? You have to set your standard. And those of us who set standards, we do get called masculine. I had this one woman say to me, I've never had the problems that I had with you with any other woman. Usually it's with men. I says, yes, because men assert boundaries and standards, and they make you adhere to them. Women will tolerate you calling them ghetto girls, calling them out of their name, playing, trying to play mind games, trying to see if you can fuck their minds and trying to see if you can control them and all of that manipulative shit that you do, women will let you do that and be like, oh, she didn't mean to. A man is going to see you up front and hold your ass accountable. And I, as standing in the divine masculine, I'm reminding you of those men because I have a standard. And my standard will not let you be your sorry, manipulative, conniving self that you are with every other female that you've ever encountered before me. But they'll trick you if you're not wise. They'll say things to you like you're more man than you are woman to try to get you to, I'm not. So you deny your power. Basically what they're saying to you is, I can't abuse your feminine because your fucking masculine got my ass by the balls. Can you please let me in the door? And you can't let them. You can't let them. That is basically they what they're trying to call you yeah, or they're trying to call you a dyke to get you insecure about yourself because you're too sure, you're too secure, and you're standing too greatly in your power. These are things that we can't let these broads do. They will do it. This is the narrative of the patriarch, and it comes off the tongues of women as well. So with that, I am going to bring the show to a close. Like I said, I have some appointments I need to attend to. I want to say thank you to everybody who's listening today. I do pray and wish that you were able to receive something wonderful out of this because I certainly was. We will be back in here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on blogtalkradio.com with Freya's Fuck You Friday. And uh, I might have an announcement for y'all tomorrow, too, so make sure you tune in 12 p.m. right here on blogtalkradio.com. Have a wonderful day. Be ever wonderful in your own sweet way and stay as you are.
Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.